This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football And they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid But what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles 25 Whistles What up? Eddie, blow it Hard, wow <laughs> Wow. Double blow. God dang. Uh, like that was your nickname in high school. No, it oh. wasn't. No, it was not. It was not. Oh. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with the code Bobby Sports because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void were prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. You have your glove on? Well, I got my glove on. Okay. We'll talk to John Middlecoff coming up. John's a former NFL scout. He also has a great podcast that I listen to. Super smart guy when it comes to NFL knowledge, and I really enjoyed it. John Middlecoff coming up. Let's go now and do the tittle-tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle-tattle with kickoff After losing his third straight game to Michigan last week, do you think Ohio State fans are crazy for wanting Ryan Day out? Well, the answer is yes, but you're also allowed to be crazy if – the situation they're crazy about is an absurd situation, which is how heated and hated that rivalry is. So, yeah, Ryan Day's awesome. He's a great coach. He's 56-7 and seven during his five years there. And he was forced in that position he's, immediately. He's won the Big 12, or excuse me, the, he's won the uh, Big 10 twice. Again, five years, he's won the Big 10 twice. He's 1-6 and six against teams ranked in the top five. Um, again, not done so hot like in the college football playoff. And hasn't beat Michigan. And I saw Mar- Maurice Claret, like, they should have then and now. He's like, that's our dude, Ryan Day. Give him $100 million, whatever he said, and then it's like, we got to fire him. Really? He, he can't be Michigan? Fire him. <laughs> yeah, after this last game. Uh, yeah, but you, you're allowed to be crazy. And they're crazy. Ryan Day's awesome. But you also know when you take that job that if you don't win that game, one out of three times at worst, one out of – it's going to be a hot seat. If he loses it again next year, yeah. I think that – they probably have to have a conversation. And it's crazy. He could go 11-1, and but he loses that game again, and if they don't win a national title, 
they are probably upset. But how many times did Harbaugh lose that game? A lot up front. <laughs> like, and he, he, was, he was almost out. Yeah, for the same reason. Yeah. Because he kept losing. He could not beat them. So, yeah, they're crazy. But, yeah, we all are. But when your team is really good and there are a couple things that you're consistently extremely crazy about, then yeah, the expectation is they're going to be crazy about this. You have to make sure they're not. Like I think of you as an Arkansas fan, you would take 56-7 and seven in a five-year span any day, right? <laughs> and you know what? I think Ohio I'm not, State would. I'm I not think, talking smack. I'm just, I think Ohio State <laughs> would too if one of those three okay, yeah. would be Michigan. Yeah. I mean, last night I was thinking my Lord and Savior for Bob Petrino. <laughs> I saw him at the game. Do, it, it, oh, was he there? I didn't see him yeah. there. But I love the people's shirt. People were wearing shirts already with his face on. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that I wanted to make, and I haven't seen it. So there could have been somebody that already made this shirt. But I was I wanted it to say Petrino question mark and say Petrino yes. Nice, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> and it might exist. Petrino, Petrino yes. <laughs> I thought That's that was funny. funny. Dude. Yeah, that is good. So, all right, next up. Uh, with both teams having one loss, do you think Texas deserves to be ranked higher than Oregon based on their win at Alabama? Because of how a lot of this stuff is falling, this team beats this team. Well, you got to put them in. Oh yeah, but this team beat that team, so you can't. So it's so much that I'm just going eyeball test. And no, watching Texas play a lot and watching Oregon play a decent amount of times, I think Oregon's a better team. You could go well, but Texas had this loss and this win, and Oregon lost to. Uh, Washington and Washington, I still I think Oregon's the better team. So the strength of schedule for Oregon's pretty weak. I think it's like 62 or something, and Texas is 13. But Texas looks a little slower, but they're also bigger. They just let them play. They should challenge like <laughs> boxers do. You know what? Screw it. You be get out. Meet me here. <laughs> On a random Thursday, they play each other. Um, it's it's all going to settle itself. Hardly ever does it get as fun as we really want it to. Every once in a while, there's some chaos. But when you look at it every year, we're like, what if this happens? Oh, no. In the end, it usually settles itself pretty well. I hope it doesn't. But I think Oregon probably beats Washington. Texas probably beats Oklahoma State. The game that we all have to really watch and wonder is the Alabama-Georgia game. Oh, I was thinking Liberty and New Mexico State. <laughs> okay. I think New Mexico State fired their coach, did they? Uh, Maybe not. Maybe that was know. regardless. doesn't matter. could be... Not true. Kansas guy's going to Mexico State, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> God dang. Who knows? So, I think Oregon's better, but if Alabama beats Georgia, then, te- then teams start to be left out. Yeah, we got chaos. And then the Florida State, no quarterback. Like, that's a big part of it, too. But if they beat Louisville, they have to be put in. I don't care if they play with yeah. 10 men with no quarterback. But it doesn't matter. Suck. Yes, it does suck. I get it, but, like, that just yep. sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks for them. I know, yeah. And, but they deserve the right to try it with their backup quarterback. If, Absolutely. Yes. If, but, but a one-loss Florida State with a backup quarterback does not get in. Oh, Correct. No. But a one-loss Oregon gets in. A one-loss Texas gets in. But a one-loss Florida State, you would talk about getting in if they had their full strength. They don't. Mm-hmm. I did bet a future on Alabama. Okay. To win the national championship. You did that a while back. No, I bet. Well, yeah, but it was, I bet it like a, a substantial-ish one. Oh. But they, they have to win multiple games. Like, they have to beat Georgia. If they don't win the SEC, they're not getting in. Yeah. I bet Bo Nix to the Heisman back in September. You did? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it was that plus 1,000 back then. It's, wow. It's so, it's open. Yeah. But if he performs well yeah, it, Friday I mean, night, then. This championship, yeah, I mean, Jay yeah. Daniels. Yeah. Um, He can't play, so. He can't, no option for him. So, if they're, if like a, a 
Bo. I mean, Penix, if he goes crazy in that title, same game, mm-hmm. he could actually kind of reinsert himself as that guy. Uh, who else is up for it? Those two. Marvin Harrison, no. No, because he's not playing. Yeah, Jaden Daniel, no. That's, 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 that's it, mostly, Are we huh? the quarterback here? I feel like, oh, uh, McCarthy at Michigan, is yeah. he in it? Oh, oh. He's not in it? I mean, he's probably I've, in top I've, six, I've eight. seen him in oh, those man. when they put all the slides. Yeah. Um, because, but, but again, if he goes off and goes so crazy, possibly if the other guys don't. But yes, I think if one of the, if Knicks or Penix, or as you call him, Penis, if they go <laughs> and throw for 350 and run for 120 and have five total touchdowns, win the game, and then the other guys don't do much, yeah. I think that probably establishes them as the first or second guy in that race. Uh, you know, LSU's not playing, like I said. Yeah. If he had a shot, then maybe. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. He's awesome. Plus yeah. 1,000. What is that, 100 to 1? Uh, so if you, or so is that 10 to so 1? I bet 20 bucks and the payout is 220. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's 100 to 1. Yeah. So I need him to do good. Go Bo. What? Right? What? Plus 1,000 would mean if you bet $100, you make $1,000. Yeah. Yes. So that would be 10 to 1. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, dude, once you get into those plus a lot of zeros, I get a real I just had no, I just I mean, That's why I was having to say it out loud to make sure you guys <laughs> yeah. fact check me. All right, next up. Going to the NFL is underdogs at home against the 49ers on Sunday. Would you be upset with a disrespect if you're an Eagles fan? I think Philly has the culture of disrespect is expected. So you can disrespect us all you want. We've always been disrespected. We're just going to stick it right in your freaking face. Yeah, they like that. Because we're Philly. So, and also it's the 49ers. If it were anybody else, maybe I would see, see that three points was way too much. That's probably the only team to be favored by three over them. I think it's pretty accurate. So, the weird thing is they're at home. Yeah. And that's a full touchdown if you do the cliche three points. But I, no, I'm not. They're going to be disrespected. They're disrespected. Period. They love it. I think they need to be disrespected. Yeah, that's how I was early in my career. Like, I need somebody. To, mm-hmm. I need to hate somebody so I can just kill them, and that's where I got my worth. And it didn't matter who it was. Nope. Anybody. Sure. Well, it was Niners fan. It was the Pope one week. Oh, I thought you meant me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that, that, was well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I was talking about Bobby. Yeah, that too. Right, <laughs> okay, last one. <laughs> Hitting the practice field for the first time this week. Do you think it's smart <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers is coming back for the Jets? Possibly. This, this guy. They're four and seven. They are only in front of the Patriots in the AFC playoff picture, and the Patriots suck. Yep. Their next three games are the Falcons. They can win that. The Texans, they can win that. Dolphins, probably not. Do I think that it's smart? Well, for who? For the Jets and their future? No. For Aaron Rodgers? Yes, because he loves to be that guy. The attention. This is what it's about for him to prove that he can do it, to prove that he is a modern medical miracle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to be the center of every story to be the guy that came back in however many weeks it's been 11 which is crazy so is it smart no because it could re-injure it and they're also not in the playoff hunt I think if they were to win because they're Falcons this week right mm-hmm. I think if they were to win these next two games I don't know man that's awesome let's go let's see what happens I'll, we'll be watching but they're activating him which means that he's, he's not going to play. He, like, not this even, week. Definitely I mean, not this I, week. I don't even think he like really practices. No, no, no. But he can be on the practice field. He's been throwing. I watched him in sweats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
if they were to beat the Falcons and the Texans, I think it would be a real conversation of, is he going to come back? I think right now it's just, let's let Aaron indulge Aaron. But if they win the next two games, I think that Aaron could come back. If there's a chance, they could get in the freaking playoffs. I'm here for it. I don't even care about Aaron Rodgers. I just love... You love storylines. I love storylines when nobody's getting hurt. And this is a storyline where nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's yeah. losing yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- could. because of this. Well, he could, but that's on him because he did it. Okay. You know, so I like that. All right, that's it. That's Tittle Tattle. The stupidest name ever. It's the Tittle Tattle with 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Okay, so we've missed every parlay, so Reed's going to do the entire parlay. Now, we love Reed. Reed's like our little baby boo-boo brother. No, you Reed. <laughs> but on, Reed will also say, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not watching much sports. <laughs> so. Did you already Reed. bet it? No, I didn't bet it yet. Okay. Reed, three teams. All right. Give us the parlay so we can turn our luck around. Well, I just want to first say that there was a guy when we did our NFL trivia. He was like, that kid is an idiot. I just want to say this kid has heart. Okay. That's right. <laughs> and a little oh, bit of luck. Be patient. But oh, you're talking about you. Yeah, I'm talking about me. Got be it. patient. Be, be yeah. patient, man. You just got to be patient. Be patient. Go right. ahead. All right. So we're going to three gamer. We got two money lines and one spread bet. <laughs> for the money lines, we're going UNLV at home for the <laughs> MWC Championship Midwestern Conference. Why would you not take the Boise State points? I don't know. Hey, man, man let, let him be him. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking because if you're trying to get a win, because Boise State's favorite by two and a half, so you would get UNLV plus two and a half, but you decided to go money line and make it harder on yourself. All right, buddy. <laughs> make, make more money. In the Midwestern make, make Conference. Make more smiles. Make more smiles. In the, with is it, is that, Mid, Midwestern Conference. You mean Mountain West? It's Mountain West. Whatever, yeah. man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And then uh, we're going Florida State money line and Alabama spread. Okay, so let me get this straight. You're going UNLV Moneyline versus Boise State. Uh, Boise is the favorite, so you could have got two and a half points there, but that's okay. You don't care. Hey, I like you want it. the Moneyline. Now, you got Florida State Moneyline. They are a favorite over Louisville mm-hmm. at two and a half points. So that kind of equals itself out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back to even. And then you have Alabama getting five and a half points. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to bet Alabama, UNLV, Florida State. All right. Let's go. I'm in. Are you going to bet this? Yes. Oh, okay. we're all going to bet it. Yeah. Come on, guys. Are you kidding me? I'm going to bet, and I'm going to bet like, 200 bucks on it. Okay. It's like plus wow. 600, so it's like you bet 10 bucks, you win 70. I'll, I'll bet $10. Let's go. I feel good. Come on. All right, you can take the 25 Whistles Parlay. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports. If you do that, that helps us a ton. Do that when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Now let's get into the interview with John Middlecoff. John was a scout for the Eagles under Howie Roseman and Andy Reid. Now he hosts a podcast called Three and Out as part of Colin Cowherd's podcast network. Love the podcast. Love this interview. You can follow John on Twitter and keep up with all of his analysis uh, covering all the topics around the NFL at John Middlecoff. His YouTube channel is great too. Check it out. Here he is, John Middlecoff. Hey, John, good to talk to you. I'm a massive fan of your podcast. I, I discovered it because um, I know Colin a little bit, and I'm a big Cowherd fan, and he puts your show on his stream as well. And now I look forward to your analysis and just your thoughts on football um, as much as anybody else. So thank you for the time. Big fan. Uh, no problem, Bobby. I'm a, I'm a massive, massive country music guy, so I've followed your career, and you've been, it feels like, in my life for a long time now. So uh, this is this is pretty cool, man. Not not going to lie. Well, thank you very much. Let's let's talk, first of all, just about your background, because you have done a lot of things in football. But for me, when you talk about how you were a scout, because you scouted under uh, Howie Roseman and Andy Reid for the most part. Is that correct? Yeah. What What's a day-to-day for a scout? I, I guess for scouts, I only know baseball, and they're driving around in, like, tiny towns with one double-A minor league teams. <laughs> what's a football scout doing? You know, I, I think it depends what you do. It, when you're on the road, uh, there's a lot of that, driving around, going to schools, right? Uh, obviously, you know, in, in the NFL, the most, I would say, lucrative ground as a scout tends to be the South, the SEC, right? The, the Alabamas, the Georgias the LSUs, but now that includes Florida State, Clemson, kind of that region. And then on a given year, you know, different schools are more powerful than others. Obviously, Ohio State and Michigan are really good. So you spend a lot of time going to those premium schools. And uh, because eventually, you know, when you draft these guys in the first couple rounds, you're investing a lot of money into them. You know, in most businesses you deal with, like, acquiring a business, it's very black and white. You just pull up the Excel spreadsheets, like, it makes this much money, it loses this much money. It's got these liabilities, it has these fixed costs. When you're dealing with the 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old guy, <laughs> there are a lot of variables. And I think one thing I've learned, even since I've gotten out of the league and now do what I do, and just I have a lot of friends that do it, they spend so much time on the character. They spend so much time on the person, and they're still an unknown. I, I don't know about you, but you know, I, I was the most mature individual at 22, 23 years old, and I have a lot of respect for these guys that can come in and handle it. So I think you spend a lot of time, people around the program, assistant coaches, uh, people that work with them academically, how they treat women, right? How they treat people that can't do any. It's, it's of course you're going to show respect to your coordinator, but what about your, you know, your academic counselor? You know, do you treat her? And then you can find things out. And I think you just spend a lot of time basically being a detective. And then when you work in the office, 
which I did, you kind of do a you know a little bit of everything. It's like you know getting your start in any industry, right? You want to get your foot in the door. You're willing to go get dry cleaning. You're willing to go pick up people at the airport to getting to do, and that, and that usually just leads to bigger roles. But you know when I when I first got started. And I actually did it, started in college football at Fresno State was the same thing. You just, there's no task that's too big. And then just gradually doors open and they give you more responsibility. But like going on chew runs for the coach is as important as as writing up some player. A guy like CJ Stroud, who has kind of defied all expectations, but also when his his test scores came out last year and they're like, he's perform the worst of all the quarterbacks and he's like I play football I don't take tests like how much would that have affected you in drafting him and then what we've seen from him has been the opposite I guess of what the expectation was set I I think it depends like uh you know one thing I learned and I I think it's true in, in any walk of life is like what you score in a classroom does that necessarily translate to what I want you to do right I'm sure there's a lot of people in radio and podcasting selling cars, doing whatever that were bad taking a standardized test. Now, do they learn that individual industry well? Right? Like, clearly, C.J. Stroud, you watch him play, you're like, damn, this guy's pretty damn good. And uh, I I think you can overthink it. And a lot of times, leading up to the draft, right, they haven't played football in four or five months. So there's a lot of of talk. Right now is the best, because all you're judging them off is the games. And I think that game that he had against Georgia where Ohio State easily could have won, you went, holy moly, this guy's freaking good. And then all of a sudden it stops. Now, here's the other thing. I think sometimes, you know, in the world of talking about sports, like he got disrespected. He went two overall. You know, he he, he didn't drop to the seventh round. So uh, I, I think he's definitely been better than everyone expected. And I think he's a good example of can he play football? Because that's ultimately what he's being played, paid to do play football and clear there's a maturity to him clearly i mean he's i find him pretty easy to root for do some people value the tests like organizations more than others i i guess is also what i'm asking because again why take the test if it's not valued by at least some people i think a lot of you know the the standardized wonderlick score is kind of viewed as i think we're kind of similar ages maybe as like the act and sat they're kind of old school you can only put so much stock into them there are a lot of, I think a lot of these organizations, like I said, they're investing so much money, have invested in, you know, cognitive testing. I'm talking, you know, Navy SEALs or people that would, uh, you know, help a major Fortune 500 company try to find a CFO or CEO. So that they are doing tests that more, how do you handle adversity, the 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 quickness of your brain operating more than just... You know, if there's seven widgets in a bag and the building catches on fire, what happens? So I think a lot of teams do that stuff that never gets out. There was a test. There's like this light test uh, that, uh, I guess, values how quick the brain, basically the pistons upstairs fire. And for example, I actually don't think CJ scored that well in that either. So it kind of discredits that a couple years ago, Brock Purdy was like the highest score ever. And when you watch him play for the 49ers, like, damn, this guy makes pretty quick decisions. So it's it's a balance. I, I, I think personally standardized tests are always overrated, but when you compare them to the history of the league, like a lot of guys, there there is some consistency of a lot of guys scored that are good players a certain level. When I was in high school and I took the ACT, I ended up being awesome at it and, and it helped me get into 
to college and have scholarships, but I also learned how to take the test, just like when these guys will do a pro day and they do it in their environment. Yeah. They learn how to get better at doing this drill. Can they do that not only with the physical part, but can they take versions of this test as well and get better at all of that to kind of boost what these scouts are seeing when they're either having a pro day where they are or going to the combine or taking the test? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what they spend their entire offseason kind of dialing in how to run the fastest 40, how to score the best on the test, how to prepare for all these things that ultimately don't matter on Sunday, right? No, no different than college football. You're spending all week, if you're Alabama or Georgia this week, getting ready for the game, right? It's not about training on your, you know, to run a 40 or how many bench press reps you can do. So I, I think the best teams, and it's hard because at the time it feels like a really big deal, do a good job of not, I would say, over-inflating the importance of all that stuff. Like, ultimately, you are drafting this guy, signing this guy to play games. And if he's good at playing in the games, uh, assuming, you know, he's a good guy, because sometimes if he's not a good guy, even if he's a good player, it can be a major pain in the butt. Just like in any in any organization, right? If you had a guy who's productive at what they do, but they are not a good person, it's going to wear on everyone around them. So you got to factor. That's where the character stuff. To me, it's the play, the character, and then kind of everything else a second. Because if you have, if you're a good player and high character, good work ethic guy, <clears throat> it's going to be hard for you not to be just consistently good for a while. You know, God permitting, you get injured or whatever, which is a big part of football. But I, I think that's what you bet on: the play and the person. There was always a scale, and I, I've been married for a couple of years now. But you know, the hotter she is, the crazier she could be. So <laughs> yeah, if the better player you are. <laughs> the worst character you can have. Is it a similar type scale? I think Doc Rivers, I heard him say this a long time ago, the moment your your problems outweigh your play, you're done. And, you know, historically, let's say, I mean, let's be real, football's had a lot of crazies that have been really good players, and they get more chances. So it's, it's just, I, I would say it's kind of the way the world works, right? If you're the biggest asshole in the building, but you're the number one sales guy by a mile, they're not going to get rid of you. You know, if you're scoring 12 touchdowns a year and you're Antonio Brown or Terrell Owens, they're going to try to figure a way out. I, I do think now, though, it's easier to have a better idea uh, because of social media and the ability to like kind of see people's true colors. And just, I mean, you're just constantly getting updates on the way they think, the way they operate, which might have was obviously difficult 10, 20, 30 years ago. But I, I think teams put a lot of emphasis into that. Now, I, I also think you got to balance out, too, like uh, Jalen Carter, the big defensive lineman from Georgia last year, who was, I, I would say, a major red flag. And that was before the incident happened after the parade, you know, when the people got killed in the car racing thing. And it turned out that he was in another car and had left the scene. And then when the combine came, Jalen Carter, who I, I think was widely viewed Kind of like years ago, I mean, a long time ago now, like Warren Sapp, like the best player in this draft, but makes people a lot of had to leave the combine and check himself into jail. And that immediately freaks everybody out. And he tumbled. You know, I mean, a lot of teams in the top 10, Atlanta, Detroit, Seattle, easily could have taken them and they and they did not. And now the one thing the Eagles had, I, I would say they had a curveball that other teams didn't. They had a lot of his college teammates. You know, Jordan Davis, the I mean, who's like Shaquille O'Neal on a football field. 
is like his big brother. They have several other guys from Georgia, and they felt good about the infrastructure to be able to handle, you know, a- any potential problems. Also, I, I think you got to look at it and having no- been around Philly and Howie, some people mature later. And listen, I mean that's a big deal. I, it wasn't his like I, he didn't drive the guy off the road, but that that was a situation that you know in this day and age becomes a really really big deal. And uh, so far, so good. Now, part of, I, I think, what other teams that pass on these guys with the character stuff, they go, we'll see. Wait and see. Right? It's not anyone can have one good year. Can he have a good career? Does he ever screw over the organization where you wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, my God, in, in a situation? And that's when you take these flyers on really talented players, because the only reason you would do it is because he's elite, because he's an awesome player. And you just you do everything humanly possible to try to help him out. But the other thing is once you get to the pros, like in college, Nick Saban or Kirby smart can kind of control your day for the most part between class workouts, cafeteria, just being around you in professional football. You get, especially if you're on a winning team, you get Monday and Tuesday off. (laughs) You get a lot of money in the bank account. You get a lot of free time and a lot of disposable income. So it's, if you don't trust the guy, it's 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 easy when it's Peyton Manning or Drew Brees. It's a little more difficult when it's, you know, a guy that, you know, I don't know, can fly off the rails fast. Uh, speaking of Peyton Manning, and if I give you a few of these guys, and I'm just going to do guys that are my, I won't say age, but guys I was able to watch. So I'm going to, yeah, like leave off some of the Elways and Montanas. Although I saw them, I was I was pretty young. But if I were to give you Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck and Trevor Lawrence and Caleb Williams as prospects, because those first three. I had always heard about they were can't miss prospects, and I, and they weren't. I mean, I think you're seeing Trevor Lawrence now, and you're two really starting to be dynamic. Where does yeah. Caleb Williams rank in those with with, with that total foursome? I I'd put him last. I mean, to me, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck would be on a different level than the other two guys, and I think Trevor was compared to those guys. You know, he went to a program that was like a rocket ship when he got there. Remember, he showed up and they immediately benched the other guy who had been starting, and Dabo went all in on him, and rightfully so. Those guys are all huge. You know, I mean, Andrew Luck was like 6'5", 240. I mean, Peyton Manning got bigger as he got older in terms of thickness, but he was tall, broad shoulders. Trevor Lawrence, I think physically, just when you just look at him, looks a little thinner than the other two guys, but he's tall. Caleb Williams is not even six foot one. So part to me of being a great prospect is like size, you know, in football or basketball. Like what made Shaq or LeBron like all-time great prospects was there or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar they're huge. I mean ultimately sports is not played by little people. It's played by the Jalen Carters and the Bosas and these enormous people chasing you. Caleb's an uh, an awesome prospect, but he's short relative to NFL quarterbacks, not to society, you know, but he's got a good arm. I mean he's a really good he's going to go number 1 overall. But I I would I would have Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. I I'd actually probably have Andrew Luck above Peyton Manning. Uh, I mean, it'd be close. I'm just talking prospects coming out of college. And, I mean, it'd be like 1A, 1B. I'd have Trevor Lawrence as a clear two, and I would I would not. I, hell, I'd have Matt Stafford as a better prospect coming out of college than Caleb Williams. Drake May, bigger. Uh, you know, if you listen to what people say when they never assign anybody to it, they're like, some of the teams have Drake May over Caleb Williams on their board. Is that true? I think it was early in the season because of size and because of potential. He did not play well the second half of the year when they started playing better teams. I mean, every time I'd look up, they're losing. He's throwing picks. 
Uh, I watched them lose some terrible games. I mean, North Carolina kind of fell apart down the stretch, and it's not all his fault, but I, I do think he had a chance to kind of run away with it as Caleb was imploding, and he just didn't. So I, I, I would feel pretty confident saying, unless something you know off the field were to happen, that Caleb Williams will be the number one pick in the draft. So I want to throw a few players at you and tell me what's – what, what, what strikes you about them specifically as someone who not only comments on people now, but you've scouted, like you've been deep inside of it. But if I were to say something like Micah Parsons, like what am I missing that you see about Micah Parsons that makes him so freaking awesome? I think the best part of good defensive linemen is effort. You know, it's, it sounds so basic, right? It's like size, strength, ability to run and bend. But like the best players, I would say historically on defense, play the hardest. And it's just it's it's easy for bigger players. I, I learned this when I was in the NFL. And I think it's just true in life, right? If you're 300 pounds, you're going to get tired faster than a guy that weighs 190 pounds. So is it being lazy or is it like legitimately just a little fatigue? So it's hard to go balls to the wall every play. But I think Aaron Donald for a long time, J.J. Watt, it's like every play they're relentless. And I think that's what you know definitely Micah Parsons brings. Now he has, you know elite speed, elite ability to bend, uh, instincts as a player. But I, I would just say his his motor, and I would say most of the top players at that position, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, playing hard. I mean, it's, it's not the first thing anyone just sitting there over beers would talk about. You know, it's like basic peewee football. Like, just play hard, you know? It's like <laughs> what they teach you eighth-grade basketball. But even at the highest level, like, do you play the hardest? And I think it gets back to most great players on defense, whether it's Ray Lewis, especially in the front, right? Uh, defensive line or linebackers. For right now, Fred Warner for the 49ers. Like, every play is balls to the wall. And if you're a bigger guy, you have to work extra hard on your conditioning. Uh, obviously, the smaller you are, DB or corner or safety, they're just, I mean, they could probably run all day and not get tired. But still playing hard is a skill. What about Jalen Hurts? I would say he's become one of my favorite players in the league because I respect like his maturity. He does not celebrate after he wins, throws touchdowns. His coach is a maniac, always going nuts and screaming at the crowd. Jalen's the complete opposite. Like he smiles. You, you looked at him when they hit the game winning field goal, when they lose a Super Bowl, when he walk off touchdown, when he throws an ADR touchdown. He is just serious as a heart attack. He's like a trained robot that Nick Saban, ironically, he had to leave Nick because he got benched for Tua, like molded. And he's even talked about it. Like, me and Nick have a lot in common, right? And they are serious cats. I, I mean, I, I think he's got the wiring of like a Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady in terms of like, this is not a joke. Like, the, the, none of this, he's taking it to, th this is a child's game. I make a lot of money. But I, I take this as serious as anyone takes their job in any walk of life. And you just see his face. He is not messing around. And he, he also has, I would say, a characteristic that makes great players, that makes successful people, is like unfazed by failure. Like Because he can, you can watch him, you're like, God, he looks terrible. And then the game keeps going, and by the end, he's got five touchdowns. You're like, how the hell did he do this? And his, his mental fortitude is elite. I mean, elite. Now, and I, I don't know how much you watched him in college. Like, especially once he went to Oklahoma, it's like this guy's like a running back. This guy's not going to be an NFL quarterback. 
And he and and even if you watch him early on with the Eagles when he kind of Wally pipped, you know, Carson Wentz, you're like, I don't, this is not going to work. I don't think any player that I've ever seen has gotten better faster than Jalen Hurts. It's crazy because even Josh Allen, who has improved a lot over his career, was the seventh overall pick. So I mean, they thought he was going to be pretty. This guy, a lot of people are like, God, the Eagles took him in the second round. That's crazy. And he and now you watch him, you're like, how many guys would you want over him? Not many. Final three questions, and I want to do the Frank Reich. We spent time with Frank Reich, and we spent time with. Um, I mean, we went to Carolina and spent time with you know Bryce and Frank Reich. And yeah. I lo- I loved him. Like I left going like that's a dude I want to play for. You look at who he's coached, how he's coached, and is it just the Panthers owner that's too much of a meddler? Would you have moved on from him at this point? What are your thoughts on that? I, I don't know Frank personally. I know a lot of people that do. Listen, no one has ever said a bit terse word about the guy, right? Character, elite person. I do think sometimes in football, you know, you kind of got to be a hard ass. And I do wonder if some of his scars in Indianapolis have just thrown him off. Uh, You know, he went through a lot. They had a different quarterback every single year. You know, maybe looking back, if you could ask him, like, should I have taken just a year off, decompress a little bit? I jumped right back in. I got obviously offered a lot of money. I love Bryce in college. How would you not? I mean, that game in the national championship a couple years ago against Georgia when Mechie and Jamison Williams were injured and he was playing with like me and you out there and he was getting peppered and they were just NFL players ever everywhere. And he just kept getting up. I'm like, God, this is one of the grittiest performances I've ever seen. So I, I, I thought he was going to be. When you do watch him in an NFL, you know, uniform around NFL, he does he's the smallest player I've ever seen. I mean, he's tiny. It's one thing to be short, Kyler short. He, he looks like he weighs 160 pounds. And you just wonder, like, <laughs> how is this gonna work? And the other thing is the owner's a maniac, right? He's just got unlimited money. Uh he's I mean, he's, it, it's hard to hire a coach, a lot like drafting a player. There's a lot of unknown. Even though with Frank, you had a resume. He had been a head coach before. I I have a hard time blaming him. Like, it was clearly becoming a disaster. And you also wonder, there there was this viral moment last year when uh, Josh McCown, who I'm, you probably saw him when you were there too, who's got just great hair, was talking to (laughs) CJ Stroud after the pro day. And he basically said something like, we got to find you a place to live or something. And I do wonder if the coaches, because you look at CJ, CJ, you watch him play like Trevor Lawrence last week. Like he, he looks the part. Obviously, he's really good. He just looks like an NFL quarterback. Did the coaching staff, who is full of former players, Josh, Du Staley, Frank Reich, did they want CJ Stroud and the owner force them to take Bryce? Because the moment that happens in football, you get a division and it, it can get weird fast. And they, they when you watch the Panthers play, I'd be lying if I said I watched much of them play, but they they look like people that were not all on the same page. And I even saw this morning Tepper must have talked saying that like he's all in on price. So if you want to get that job, Bobby, if you're gonna interview for Damn. the Carolina Panthers, you better tell him I'm all in on Bryce. <laughs> I'm all in on Bryce. <laughs> Eddie goes. Hey John, went back to being a scout. Like when you when you're a scout and you find someone that's really awesome, or you find a bunch of players, you just get clout that you're like the guy that finds some good prospects. Do you get a lot of praise for that? Or is it just kind of, that's part of your job, man. Like, that's what you do. Like, thank you. We'll take it from here. Yeah. In my experience, it's kind of the latter, but I I think the longer you do it, the older you get, 
especially when you start getting ingrained. If you've been in an organization long, like if you work with the Cowboys and Jerry knows you, they trust you, right? You have a track record. So when you come to them, like I'm telling you, we need to be all over this guy on draft day, like in the fourth round or a free agent. If you go to bat for, and then it works, it just, you know, gains you a lot of juice within the organization with your GM, with your coach and with your owner. So I, I think, the key is just over a period of time proven to the people that the decision makers that when you, you know, anyone can say like, I love this guy and you, you, you got to be careful about, you know, when we talk about players at a bar or a podcast or whatever, it doesn't really matter when you hype guys up or not, but in a football room, you can't just walk in and say, Caleb's the best player I've ever seen. They'll look at you and say, why prove it. Right. I mean, it's not this isn't like a bar conversation. This is like how these people feed their family. So when you say, I, I think this guy's an all pro in a in a draft meeting, they're going to say, well, why? Let's throw on the tape. Show me exactly. Let's compare them. Let's bring up five other guys that are in the NFL, their college tape and compare them. So it gets very serious that way. And you kind of learn to not pick your spots, but you, you better you better have a lot of conviction when you're going to kind of go all in. Like if I. If I say, hey, you know, so-and-so is going to be the next country music star, and then he's not any good, people are like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But if I told you about Morgan Wallen, Jason Aldean, and John Party, people are like, ah, this guy, this guy can pick him, <laughs> right? This guy knew about these guys back in the day. So it kind of brings you some more gravitas, specifically your owner, because they love, if you can find guys later in the draft, it's cheap labor, right? You get the guy on a cheap, like Brock Purdy, whoever was banging the table, the people in the 49ers organization are like, oh, this guy, <laughs> we need to listen to him more often. Probably a different guy than Trey Lance, the, the table banger. <laughs> different yeah, yeah that, that, guy, that guy should probably, yeah. you know, keep his head down. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, but, but also, it, there's an element, you're allowed to screw up, right? Now, some screw-ups, when you lose, cost you your job. And that's the difference, I would say, in, in football. Probably no different than business if you're making money. Like, if you're losing money, everyone's kind of looking around. If everyone's making money, everything's good, even the mistakes. When you're winning, like, Trey Lance didn't cost the 49ers anything, right? They went to two NFC championships. They're good again this year. They got lucky. Usually that move. Like, if Bryce sucks, the next coach with Carolina is probably going to be in trouble, too. It's just, it's just a fact. Like, last year when they traded for Russell Wilson, Hackett gets the job and Russell... I mean, he might have been over his head or whatever, but if Russell had been good, maybe they're not a 12-win team, but they're winning nine games, and it's he's probably not fired. So it's, you know, football is such a black-and-white sport. Like, you win or you lose. And when you win, everyone's happy, even if you didn't play well, right? And if you lose, even if you play well, Cowboys, think about them, right? They played great against the Eagles, but they lost. So it sucks. Three and out, one of my favorite podcasts, and I stumbled across it. I didn't, you know, no one's saying, hey, talk about how good it is. I literally was listening and told my guy, is there any way we can get John on? Like, reach out, because I'm a massive fan of, of how you do your show, what you talk about. I encourage everybody to check out Three and Out uh, with John Middlecoff. And then I'm going to ask the final question in no context whatsoever. All I want is an answer with no context at all, and no reasoning. Who is winning the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I'm going to go 49ers. Okay, there it is, the end. Right. Not letting him even talk about it. <laughs> just pick it? That's it. I just want to pick in it, and we're moving. Hey, John, seriously, this has been... Bobby, can I ask you no, a question? No, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going to give context. Okay, ask me a question. I'm ready. Who's winning the national championship this year? Man, I would... I'm going to put a future on Alabama today. They're going to need a couple things to happen, and I've been saying this for the last few weeks. I think it's going to be Georgia, 
unless Alabama is able to beat them in the SEC championship. I'm an SEC homer for sure, no doubt about it. I'm biased. However, <laughs> God dang, fourth and 31, fourth and goal. Milrow comes up with that throw against Auburn. It's like some things are destined to happen, and if there is a team that I feel like can can be there because they've always been there and they know how to do it, it's whatever team Nick Saban's coaching. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Alabama. I'm gonna say Georgia, but then Alabama. I you want I saw a good stat yesterday. Kirby Smart has more national championships than he does times that he's beat Nick Saban. He's beat Nick Saban one time. Now it was for the it was for it all. Yeah, it was for the national championship. But everyone in in you you know where you live the the SEC country, Nick Saban has owned him. Yeah, Nick Saban has owned him. Nick Saban owns me. I just as a person, maybe I'm like <laughs> yes sir, yes sir. Nick Saban. Uh, John, thank you for your time, man. Big fan. Hope you have a great day. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate you. See you, buddy. Here we are. I mean, I can't believe it. We're already this deep into the NFL season. You got to make every second count. DraftKings Sportsbook can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets by betting five on any matchup. You know I love DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can get on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The code is Bobby Sports. Put that in, please. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for Details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Guys, we're going to draft our bets. Do you guys feel good about that? Yeah. Sure. And here's how it's going to work. Everybody's picking five games. Whoever hits the lowest amount correct gets eliminated from winning the Broken Promises pot, which is now over 200 bucks. All right. So we each get five games. Are we we'll, going to have enough? We'll do snake. Huh? 
but between college and NFL? Yeah, it's just because it's championship week and there's not that many college games. But you can pick I the other side will. of it. Yeah, too. yeah. Okay. You can also. Pick, oh, I got you. Okay. You can also pick over unders. <laughs> That's right. There's no money lines. So. Oh, I don't know what the over unders are. I know. <laughs> Skip out on that. This will be snake draft. Does anyone want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. So Eddie, you'll go first, and it'll go Eddie, Kevin, me, Reed, then Reed, me, Kevin, Eddie. Five rounds. There. Hold on, I gotta log into my account. Do you guys have this du- the double uh, authentication set up? Yeah, mm-hmm. I-, I have to do it now. Yeah. What do you mean? They they made me do it. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was living on the edge before then. <laughs> Five three one three zero. I'm like not saying it out loud because I'm afraid someone's gonna hack my account. But I'm like, once it's in, it's in. No, it's just that's a one-time code. Yeah, I know. That's why I said <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay. Oh man. Here we go. Boom. Okay, everybody gets five picks, and we're gonna go with Eddie first. Eddie, give me. It can be college or NFL. Yep. Yep. No Thursday night because that was last night, and no Monday night. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. My first pick in the draft, Bones, is going to be NFL. I'm taking the Chiefs minus six over the Packers. That's my solid. Writing that down, you guys. Oh, God, that scared me. <laughs> Who's keeping up with it? All right. Okay, Kevin's got it. Okay. Kevin. Yes, I am going to go with... I'm going to stay in the NFL. You know what? The Titans are, I think, 7-0 at home. Let's go to Titans plus one against Colts. Will you email this out to us, too? Mm-hmm. My turn. I'm going Alabama plus five and a half against Georgia in the SEC championship. Reed. I'm going to go Dolphins minus nine and a half against the Commanders. Solid. Round one. All right, Reed, now you'll be the first pick of the second round. Okay, cool. All right, let's see. I will go. Hmm. Hmm. 49ers minus three against the Eagles. Did you like that, Eddie? 49ers minus three against the Eagles? Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to touch that game at all. Got it. What would be funny is if I then went, if I now go Georgia minus five, so I at least get one right. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. That game's done, right? Somebody else can pick Georgia minus five. I just can't. Oh, really? Yeah. I scratched out the whole game. No, no, no. You just can't pick what I picked. (laughs) Dang, dang. Okay. Yeah, you just can't pick what I picked. But that would be funny, huh? So you took uh, Alabama Alabama plus plus five and a half. No, no, Reed took, oh. he, he took he took Eagles. I took No, he took Niners. Oh my to cover. god. Oh my god, Eddie. Ah, hey, You're I, like the person that yells bingo and they're like, wait, did <laughs> they clear happened? you 13? Well what what happened was I scratched out the entire game, so now I just need to go back and no need. and fix that. Okay, I'm gonna go Oklahoma State plus fifteen in the Big Twelve Championship. Oklahoma State Oh my god, that's scary. Plus fifteen. Kevin? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Georgia minus five and a half. Yeah, I felt that. Smart. Hey, I almost picked that. <laughs> Eddie? Man, I'm going to go Washington plus nine and a half. Against? Oregon. Oh, and I took Oregon, I think. Did I take Oregon mm-hmm. or no? I no, didn't. no, no, no okay. one touched that one. Got it, got it, got it. Read your up. Who uh, who picked the Titans? Oh, or is me. that a snake on me? Did you do Titans? No, plus you were one? first. Read. Oh, wait, it is. Yeah, it's it, a snake oh, on me. Snake. Oh, yeah, Reed's you're right. first. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay, Eddie, snake on you. <laughs> I put my snake on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, guys, be patient, man. Patient. Be, patient. be patient. This is round three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me NFL. I'm going Broncos plus three and a half. Who thought I'd ever the say that? 
Who do they play? What? Who are they playing? Oh, V Texans. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, got it. Whew. I'm gonna go with. Let's do Michigan minus twenty one and a half. I have no He's idea. Picking how I feel those about big that. games. I, I like know, that. I like that. You know what? We're here. Okay. Kevin, did you do Titans plus one or minus one? I did, but Bobby's up. Oh, never mind then. Sorry. Backing out. Guys, be patient, man. Be patient, man. Be backing out. I'm going Jags minus three at Cleveland. Jacksonville NFL minus three at Cleveland. Where are they? I don't have that one. I don't, I don't know what you're looking at, man. Don't they play Monday night against the <laughs> Bengals? It's literally like when you play bingo. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I scrolled down the, the wrong week. I had the wrong oh. button. <laughs> okay. Oh, you don't have the sheet? No, don't make me a sheet. Oh, maybe it's in my, pa- my yeah, back. Yeah, it's in the back. Yeah, you oh, got a okay. sheet, dude. Oh, how about that? Oh, look at that. Take back that look. <laughs> Unlock it. <laughs> but you were fine with the other games. <laughs> That's opened up again. I hit the wrong button. It dropped on the wrong. Okay, menu. Gotcha. Okay, I'm gonna go. Tulane minus three and a half. Playing SMU. That was in my hopper. All right, Reed. I'm going to go Washington plus nine and a half. He already has it. Eddie already has it. God dang. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> mm. Does anybody have Saints plus four? No. I don't want to touch that. Doing that. Who are you playing? Lions. Uh, Lions. Lions. Okay. So Reed again? Yep. Let's see. I'm going to go Rams plus three and a half. You say what? what the play? The- Against the Browns. Thank you. Is that back to me? No. That's back to you. Bobby? Yeah. What round is this, though? I've had three, so this will be your four. Okay. I'm going to go... Oregon and Washington over 65 and a half. Dang it. Dang it. Okay. You like that over under? I was just about to pick that over under. Oregon and Washington over 65.5. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's go cards. Louisville. Mess it all up. Plus two and a half. I like it. I'll take the other side of that. I'll take Florida State minus two and a half. I love heads up. Heads up, sipping it. Mm-hmm. And this then is this is the last round. Last one. Let's go, Liberty Flames minus eleven against New Mexico State. Reed, I'm gonna go. I'm oh, sorry, no, Kevin. 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 Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the sitting, the sitting thing screwed us up. We he shouldn't have started goes, with Eddie. He uh, goes. Yeah. Mm, what do you mean? Mm. I, I, you, I offered to go first. I know. It's, it's a, we're sitting in a weird order. I should have moved us around for this stupid thing. Yeah. All right, boys and girls. <sighs> really built that up for nothing. Now we're waiting. Go Patriots, dude. It's wide open. I know. That's it's I'm, right there that's, for that's you. That's why I said let's go. All right. That's what I'm going with. Yep. Minus six. Patriots minus six against Chargers. <laughs>
I don't think they uh, win. But... I, I think Patriots are plus six. Or plus six, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. you're no, right. No, no minus six. <laughs> Just leave <laughs> it there. Definitely not minus six. <laughs> he said it. I'm going to go UNLV plus two and a half. As they play Boise State. It was in Reed's parlay. Never picked them. That's the Midwestern Conference. Um, Midwestern. Championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up, guys. Hmm. <laughs> he just makes a lot of noises over here. Uh, I'm going to go under 55 with Texas against Oklahoma State. All right. They're not big scores. All five of our rounds? Mm-hmm. So, if we didn't say this at the beginning... Well, count all of our picks, and whomever finishes in last place is out. The other three survive. We're playing for the bucket of money, the broken promises jar. Mm-hmm. Over 200 bucks in there. Mm-hmm. If there's a tie for last place... They're both out. No, sorry. Yeah. What are you going to say? I was going to say we do the Monday night game. Oh, that's interesting. Monday night game. Okay. If there's a tie for last place, we do the Monday night game... But who would pick first? Flip a coin? You both just write your answer down of all the bets. And then if they don't match, you use them. If they do match, we go to another bet okay. of that night. Okay. So that's what we'll do. It'll be equal. Put in your bet. Write it down, like minus two, plus over, under, whatever it is. And then, cool. All right, so that's it. Everybody good? Yeah. Feeling yeah. good. Feeling good. Okay. For all the money in the world. Boom. God, what did we just do? That was the weirdest thing. That's the weirdest thing I've ever done. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Arkansas beats Duke. That was awesome. Oh, dude, what a great game. Yeah, it's pretty good. And you know what? My 10-year-old, like, he was about to go to bed, and, and I was like, hey, who's, who should I bet on this one? He's like, Arkansas is going to win this, Dad. I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, like, should we should we just bet Duke? He's like, no, I'm telling you, Arkansas is going to win this. Last night, my wife called, Dang. and our mailbox is not right at our house. You got to walk down to the street. And I was watching the game and working on the radio show. She called from the other part of, like, in, back in the bedroom. I go, hey, what's up? Because usually she just yell when she called. She goes, hey, I just got a call. I was like, what, what up? She goes, are you watching the game? I said, yeah. She goes, she got a call from somebody. I don't think it was a scammer. They said that if you walked down and got the mail, Arkansas would win. I was like, really? What? And she's like, yeah. She said they're like 
five Amazon packages in there, and then whoever just called me said, Arkansas will win if you'll give me that mail. And I was like, wow. I said, you're sure that's not a scammer? She said, yeah. So I went down and got all the mail, brought it back up, Arkansas won. They were telling oh, me the truth. Amazing, dude. Dang. Wow, you should do that more often. You should go get her mail more well, often. Well, it depends if they call her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew that it was all a trick, because I'm not four. Well, what do you mean? It wasn't a trick. However, just in case it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't going to jinx it. Now you need to get packages delivered to every Arkansas game. Not even that. If she just says, hey, guess what? If you're on my feet, Arkansas is going to win. Boom. I'll done. do it. I'll do it as long as they keep winning whenever she says yeah. whatever it is. But the first time she does it and they lose, it's all over. So, but better for her to do would be, hey, if you cook me dinner, I don't think Arkansas loses. You just want to like think. Dude, my favorite thing of the game last night was the end when they all rushed the court. And the announcer's like, everyone, please stay off the court. And then immediately goes, all right, that's an Arkansas victory. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> they were yelling, Bobby, Bobby. I heard that. During the game. And my sister-in-law, Grace, Grace, who's Caitlin's sister, messaged me. She said she thought I was there until she realized there's some other guy named Bobby that were yelling. That's Bobby Petrino. Of course. Bobby Petri, yes. Bobby Petri, yes. Petri, yes. You know the Panthers can still make the playoffs? No. They're 1-10, and but that division's so bad. The Falcons and the Saints are tied for their best record at 5-6. and They're four games. They're four games back. They've got to win all those four. It doesn't matter. I'm just still saying they're still in it at 1-10. and They've got to win four games. But, yes, definitely more than that because they're at 11. There's 17 games. There's 18 weeks. Oh, yeah. So they have six games left. They go on a little streak here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. They have a 3.8% chance to make the playoffs heading into the weekend at 1 in 10. At 1 in 10. Wild. Mark Cuban selling a majority of the Mavericks. Also getting off Shark Tank. Just giving up on life? Well, so what did you think? Because I, I had a thought as soon as I heard he was quitting Shark Tank and then selling the team. What would you think? I just thought he, I mean, that's like just retire, done, done, retire. Like cash in my chips. It's just kind of what I thought. You? Well, because he retains most ownership, though, like he still he gets to do it, but he doesn't. Own. But he doesn't. He gets on the books, I guess. No, no, he he gets to have control, but he doesn't own. He'll have a little owner, but the ownership's going to those guys that own the casinos. Like they're gonna have Sands. a majority. Yeah, they're gonna have an, a majority ownership, but he still gets to be the guy. So then, yeah, I guess like like Eddie, then it's like retiring, but you still get to dabble in a little. But fun. he's still owning. He's still doing the work. Oh, that's weird. But that's my fr- point. Yeah, I thought he's probably gonna die or something. Oh. You think he's sick? Well, because he's getting off Shark Tank. He's, no, I don't know this. I have no. I heard uh, Bill Simmons. I think say he thought when he heard it. Maybe it was Bill Simmons that he thought there was a scandal coming. Interesting. So he's unloading. Maybe it wasn't Bill Simmons. I forget who it was. Um, I think Colin Cowherd said he thinks he's going to run for president, which I thought was interesting. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. I saw that one. There are all these ideas. I don't know. There's no way he retires, though. Now that but retiring, no like, there's no way. Like, he needs to, that guy needs to do something. But he is going to continue being part of that ownership group. Y- yeah. So he's not retiring. He can never leave there. But that's interesting, huh? Mark Cuban's. Yeah. Both of those at the same time. If it was one or the other, I would go, well, Shark Tank, I'm like, okay, he's just bored. He's done it for 100 years. Yeah. But selling his team, I was pretty surprised by. Yeah. So what do you believe more? I thought he was dying. I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah. Kind of like when Steve Jobs retired. Yeah, I thought he, he died. Be, I thought he was, like, going to go and enjoy the rest of his life because he's dying and he's going to go spend time with it. I don't know this. I have zero pr- reason to think this except the factors that lead me to believe it. He still looks good. 
Oh, Mark Cuban's awesome. He's also doing a lot of interviews now in a lot of places. Yeah. Like I see him on certain podcasts and stuff. And I'm wondering, that gives him, to me, a little bit of credibility to he run for president question. Mm. They do a lot of publicity. But not to be president. Yeah. Just you get, don't have to get rid of your businesses to be president, right? No, but you can't yeah. run them. No. They have to go into a trust. But then, then he's still running the map. He's still going to be. But he doesn't own them. Yeah, we'll see. The scandal would be nuts, though. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Like Luca's like. Pee, watch me pee. Oh, <laughs> Luca takes oh him down. So, all right. I think that's it. Is there anything else? Oh, I know what it was. No, I think I said that to you, Mike. That that was the playoff thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay, well, rock and roll Hoochie I guess. Let's go, baby. <laughs> rock and roll Hoochie playoff rock weekend. Boy. <laughs> the boys start basketball this weekend. I'm excited about that. Their first basketball game hey, of the season. Any of them play on the same team? Nah, they're all just too... Different in age. Do they play same league, any of them? So you can go watch them both in the same building? Uh, the two middle ones play in the same league, yep. but I mean, one of them plays at noon, the other one plays at four. Oh so. my God. They need an assistant coach or no? <laughs> no. Okay. No. okay. Speaking Man. of which, let me end on this. I like, Kevin, that you're a Tennessee fan. They're the local team. <laughs> the same way that I would wear maybe a Titan sweatshirt. I love where this is going. Occasionally. Uh huh. You do live here. You do like the Vols. You do go to the game. You're a casual, a little more than a casual fan of the Vols. You're in freaking orange and a Vol shirt, a sweater. It all matches out. the the writing on it. You're all Vol'd out. All he's, Vol'd he's out. Too, wearing Tennessee where's, orange where's, for someone. Where is this going? Vol. Where is this it's going? You're not that Vol. It's too Vol. This is too Vol? Yes. Okay. Well, what we're learning about you, Kevin, a little bit is that you're from California and you love the Celtics. You love the Patriots. You love where you're not. But now you're in Tennessee, and you're like, whoa, why not love the Vols? Yeah, I need a local team. I think that's it. See? Oh, I don't. I think you just are trying to attach to anything. No, this doesn't have to do with anything like Are you dating balls. someone that's a Vols fan? No. Um, <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have to do with anything Vols. It's just... It's an outfit. It says Vols. But it's well, this, yeah, but I, that's like me if I come in and I have a big Duke sweatshirt on the big Blue Devil. That would be weird. And then a random blue hat that happens to match it. And I'm like, what's up, man? It's just Blue Devil. <laughs> it's like, no, your whole thing screams team. Oh, okay. I, th I just think it matches, so why not? It does match. Yeah. Are you a Vols fan? But you're so Vol. You're in Vol colors. All of it matches about the Vols. Well, what... <laughs> what else do you want? If Black you were wearing or? all those colors, yeah, and you yeah. didn't say balls across your chest. Uh -huh. It looks like you're just really going hard at being a balls fan. And if you're saying you're not, it was just the outfit. Then good. Then then hey, far be it from us to judge. It has nothing to do with being a hardcore. I'm a casual balls fan. It does not look like that. But you don't have a college <laughs> team, do you? No, I root for no the balls. The balls. And, but so I'm not like yeah. But when you look at him, what do you see? Vols. Freaking die hard. Nothing but Vols, bro. This guy's been loving the Vols for 100 years. Let's right. go. His dad loved the Vols. His dad's dad loved the Vols. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Got the beanie. That's all. It, yeah. He's wearing a beanie that's Vol orange. That's orange. Hydro wallet. A black shirt with I wear balls a beanie one orange. time. No, it's not that. It's, and it's the Vols orange over all, the Vols. I've worn this numerous times. But with the orange, it's too much. It's a lot, dude. If you were a legitimate, if Eddie came into that same outfit, it was a Cowboys thing, we'd be like, oh, that's Eddie. That's the perfect amount sense. of Cowboys for how big a fan Eddie is. If I came in in an Arkansas uh, starter jacket with a big hog hat on, you'd be like, oh, that's normal. He, he loves them that much. 
You come in freaking wearing the mascot costume, and you're like, what, man? It's casual Monday. I think you guys are overthinking this. I don't think I so. I didn't overthink it. I just thought it. Looking at you. Why don't you just just admit it? You're a Vols fan, dude. I, I die said hard. I am. You're okay, a diehard. Die 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 we are generation. In. We are in. The new generation starts now. There Good. you go. Own it, baby. What about that tattoo you told me about? Yeah. That's for later. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Thank you. We will see you guys next week. Good luck on your picks, everybody. That's, that's only me. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Mike, anything? That's it. All right. Eddie, blow us out. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Bye, buddy. <clears throat> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.